the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler. Welcome to the Bengaluru Commute Podcast, your only companion on the streets of Bengaluru. Bengaluru Local News. For today, the 11th of October, let's begin with updates from the city. The Central Drought Assessment Team, after inspecting drought-affected areas, responded positively to Karnataka Revenue Minister Krishna Bairegaoda's request. They assessed crop damage, interacted with locals and affirmed the state's drought declaration. The minister highlighted significant crop losses and potential drinking water shortages. Currently, 195 taluks are declared drought hit with further assessments underway. In other headlines, Karnataka CM Siddharamaya and former PM H.T. Devagauda met at the airport, marking their first public encounter since JDS joined BJP-led NDA last month. Karnataka Minister Priyankarge suggested JDS drop secular from its name, criticising the alliance with BJP, deemed as the most communal party. Karge expressed confidence in Congress winning the state's Lok Sabha seats despite recent political shifts. Back in the 2019 elections, the BJP secured 25 of 28 seats in Karnataka. In some more news, drought in Karnataka has led to a fodder shortage in Chitradurga and parts of Bellari, forcing farmers to buy from Andhra Pradesh. This has driven up prices for paddy straw and ground husk, causing financial strain for local farmers. Relief measures like distributing fodder kits and promoting cultivation are urged. The Rangayanadurga dam is overflowing, benefiting Andhra's crops, but not Karnataka's struggling farmers. Officials highlight the urgent need for support in this crisis. Up next, Deputy Chief Minister D.K. Shivkumar announced that the Brand Bengaluru project received 70,000 suggestions at the conclave organised by BBMP. He emphasised the importance of citizen input in shaping the city's development. Discussions covered various issues including traffic, water scarcity and environment. Subject matter experts' reports will be consolidated and submitted to the government. Shivakumar outlined the state government's priorities, tackling traffic congestion, increasing tax collection and improving garbage disposal. Now on to other news. The meeting on revising school timings in Bengaluru concluded with unanimous opposition to any changes. Stakeholders including school management, parents' groups and traffic authorities rejected the proposal. Principal Secretary Ritesh Kumar Singh stated that most were against altering current timings, suggesting localised regulation of traffic hotspots. Suggestions included bus pooling and deploying traffic wardens, which received positive feedback from parents' representatives. Moving on, the gem-studded Golden Throne, known as Simhasana in Canada, was meticulously assembled in Mysuru Palace's Darbar Hall for Navratri festivities. Pramoda Devi Wadiyar, a member of the former royal family, supervised the process. Rituals including Ganapati Homa and Chamundi Puja were performed in the presence of palace priests. Yaduvir Krishnadatta Chamaraja Wadiyar will hold his ninth private Darbar from October 15th and the throne will be disassembled on November 8th. Meanwhile, the Centre for Study of Science, Technology and Policy is launching the Earth Initiative, uniting artists and communicators to evoke emotional responses towards climate action. Recognising past communication failures in climate advocacy, C-STEP seeks to leverage artists' insights for effective mitigation. The project aims to engage the public through art, making climate action more inclusive. Environmental artists will convene on October 14th at the Bangalore International Centre to kickstart the initiative. On a different note, Karnataka has made significant strides in malaria control. The state aims to be malaria-free by 2025. Cases plummeted from 5,289 in 2018 to 279 in 2022. 
Improved surveillance, especially in high-risk areas, contributed to this decline. Dakshina Kannada and Udupi remained hotspots, while other districts reported fewer than 10 cases in 2022. An official from BBMP noted that malaria-carrying mosquitoes thrive in rural areas with stagnant water. National News Moving on to the national news, the Supreme Court has requested a report from the Commission of Air Quality Management, CAQM, regarding measures taken to combat air pollution in and around Delhi. The bench acknowledged concerns raised by Amicus Curie, Aparajita Singh, about impending winter pollution and crop residue burning. The court urged CAQM to promptly submit a report on pollution control measures. The matter will be reviewed again on October 31st. Meanwhile, Tamil Nadu Assembly unanimously passed a resolution urging the central government to ensure Karnataka releases Kaveri water per Supreme Court directives. All parties except BJP supported the motion. The resolution aims to safeguard the livelihoods of Kaveri Delta farmers crucial to Tamil Nadu's agriculture. It follows protests and buns over the water dispute. Chief Minister M.K. Stalin highlighted the state's efforts to uphold the SC's water schedule. Opposition leader Edapadi K. Palmiswamy stressed unity for successful negotiations. In more news, YSR Congress Party Chief and Andhra Pradesh CM YS Jagan Mohan Reddy unveiled a four-part outreach plan ahead of the state's upcoming elections. He urged leaders to intensify the mass contact program, anticipating elections in March or April. Initiatives include Jaganana Arogya Suraksha for free healthcare, YAP Needs Jagan Campaign, a bus yatra for community engagement, and Adudam Andhra promoting youth sports. Additionally, welfare scheme enhancements are slated for January. Shifting our focus, starting January 1st, devotees visiting Puri Jagannath Temple must adhere to a dress code, wearing traditional attire and avoiding items like shorts, ripped jeans and skirts. The move, enforced by the Sri Jagannath Temple Administration, aims to preserve the temple's sanctity. Awareness campaigns and temple authorities will monitor compliance. The dress code for servitors was introduced in October 2021. In a general weather update for the country, the southwest monsoon has officially withdrawn from Maharashtra, marking an early exit. This year's early withdrawal led to fewer rainy days compared to previous years. Pune will experience clear skies going forward, but heightened heat due to higher humidity levels. The temperatures have been consistently 2 degrees Celsius above average. International news. Turning our attention to international news, Israel regained control of the Gaza border and is placing mines where Hamas breached the barrier during their recent attack. Israeli airstrikes continued after Hamas threatened retaliation for bombings without warning. The Israeli military mobilized 300,000 reservists and imposed a Gaza blockade, prompting fears of a ground assault. The violence, causing over 1,500 deaths, garnered global reactions, protests and calls for civilian protection. In ongoing news, women and children constitute two-thirds of the hospitalized victims of Afghanistan's recent earthquakes as per the head of WHO's emergency response in the country. The Taliban reported over 2,400 dead and 2,000 injured, marking one of this year's deadliest quakes globally. Dr. Allah Abu Zaid emphasized the gravity of the situation and urged continued financial support for humanitarian efforts, expressing concern about dwindling global attention and funding for Afghanistan. 
In a recent development, evidence of the most potent solar storm in history has been uncovered in an ancient tree's rings, underscoring the potential devastation if such an event were to occur today. The study published in Philosophical Transactions of the Royal Society pinpointed a radiocarbon surge in a 14,300-year-old tree in the French Alps, aligning with beryllium patterns in Greenland ice cores, indicating a colossal solar storm as the cause. In some other news, Minnesota teacher Travis Ginger, known for his love of gardening, set a world record with a colossal 2,749-pound pumpkin he named Michael Jordan. Ginger, a landscape and horticulture instructor, nurtured the giant squash in his backyard and presented it at the World Championship Pumpkin Way Off in California, surpassing the previous record by 47 pounds. He explained the name choice, saying the pumpkin's round shape reminded him of the basketball legend. Business news. Let's now look at some business stories. The recent conflict between Hamas and Israel has potentially stalled India's global trade ambitions. The India-Middle-East-Europe Economic Corridor, IMEEC, faces uncertainty as markets react to the geopolitical tensions. Railway stocks like IRCON and IRFC dropped around 5-6%, to while Adani ports linked to Haifa port in Israel fell 5%. Normalization efforts in the Middle East also face delays. In more business news, Mukesh Ambani, chairman of Reliance Industries, surged ahead of Gautam Adani in the latest Hurun India Rich List 2023. Ambani's wealth stands at 80,8700 crore rupees, a 2% increase from last year. Cyrus S. Poonawala, promoter of Serum Institute of India, secured the third position with a turnover of 2,78,500 crore rupees. Shiv Nedar, 2,28,900 crore rupees, and Gopichand Hinduja, 1,7,000 76,500 crore rupees held the fourth and fifth spots respectively. Next up in some tech news, WhatsApp is testing a new secret code feature allowing users to set custom passwords for protected chat folders, adding an extra layer of security. This feature, spotted in WhatsApp for Android Beta v2.23.21.9, enables access via the search bar. Users can also lock chats from companion devices. WhatsApp introduced chat lock earlier this year, offering passcode, fingerprint or face unlock options for added privacy and security. Moving on, the Sipla stake sale faced a hurdle as promoters disagreed on the valuation. This may delay the deal until a consensus is reached. Sipla's promoter group, holding about 33% of the company's shares, is reportedly considering selling some or all of its stakes. A sellout could trigger an open offer for an additional 26% of the company, potentially giving a new owner up to 59.4% control. In market news for today, the Sensex surged 581.52 points or 0.89% increase, reaching 66,093.91, while the Nifty rose by 179.90 points or 0.92% to 19,692.20. Among the listed stocks, 2,284 witnessed an upswing, 875 experienced a decline and 93 remained unchanged. The Indian rupee gained strength buoyed by positive domestic market performance and a weakened US dollar. Entertainment news. Over to news from the entertainment world, Katrina Kaif shared her first poster for the film Tiger 3, where she portrays Zoya alongside Salman Khan's Tiger. The image depicts Katrina engaged in an action sequence gripping a rope and a gun. She exudes style in a leather jacket, pants and boots. Directed by Manish Sharma, Tiger 3 is set to release this Diwali. Imran Hashmi plays the antagonist. Shah Rukh Khan will make a guest appearance as Pathan. 
In news from Hollywood, Barbie director Greta Gerwig recently hinted at her next project in a new interview with The Hollywood Reporter, sharing she's currently in the writing process, though it's challenging due to recurring nightmares. Her previous films, Lady Bird 2017 and Little Women 2019, were Academy Award-nominated Best Pictures. Barbie, starring Margot Robbie in the lead, grossed a whopping $1 billion at the global box office, making Greta the only solo female director to do so. Meanwhile, in some news from regional cinema, the highly anticipated trailer of Bhagavant Kesri starring Nandamuri Balakrishna, Kajal Agarwal and Arjun Rampal was unveiled. Directed by Anil Ravipuri, the film showcases the relationship between Bhagavant Kesri and his niece Vijaya Lakshmi as she prepares for the army entrance exam. However, her journey takes a drastic turn when she is abducted. The film is produced by Shine Screens and is set to release on October 19th. Spooler Sports in sports news, Shubman Gill, recovering from dengue, is likely to miss India's World Cup clash against Pakistan on 14th October after sitting out the first two matches. The BCCI released a statement addressing Gill's condition, stating he didn't travel to Delhi with the team and was hospitalised in Chennai due to a dip in platelet count. Medical experts advised against air travel due to his low platelet count. Dr. Rizwan Khan, BCCI's physician, is overseeing Gill's treatment. In more sports updates, the IOC, Olympic Museum and Reliance Foundation are teaming up to instill Olympic values in children, starting in Mumbai and extending across Maharashtra. This initiative will feature grade-specific activities, athlete-student sessions and awareness campaigns. IOC President Thomas Bach praised the program's global impact and highlighted the potential to reach 17.5 million children in Maharashtra and 7 million through the Abhinav Bindra Foundation in Odisha, particularly benefiting underprivileged youth. Wrapping up sports news, Travis Kelsey showcased extraordinary tenacity, overcoming a foot injury to play a crucial role in the Kansas City Chiefs' hard-won victory against the Minnesota Vikings. Despite the setback, Kelsey managed 10 catches, including a pivotal four-yard touchdown from Patrick Mahomes. His resilience was evident as he returned in the second half with his injured foot taped. Kelsey's defensive effort in the final moments further secured the Chiefs' triumph. Bengaluru Buzz. Switching gears to local events, there are many events ongoing and upcoming in Bengaluru this week. Get ready for an enchanting musical evening with the opera Blues Rhythms, a fusion of voices, strings and beats. Performing live at the Shunya Centre for Art and Somatic Practices, Lalbagh Road, on the 15th of October at 7pm. Catch Ace Comic Apoorv Gupta as he headlines his latest stand-up special, Best of Gupta Ji, performing live at the Longboat Brewing Company, Martha Halli, on the 15th of October at 6pm. Join a beginner's class with the Acro Yoga Workshop and enjoy a relaxing session conducted by Ace Yoga Experts, happening at the Small World Estibet Kurumangla on the 14th of October at 8am. Interested in joining a book club? Here's something for you. Join an exclusive Bookmarks Book Club and discuss your favourite books happening at the Lahe Lahe Kodihalli on the 14th of October at 4pm. You can also catch the incredible Sandeep Sharma in his latest outing, performing live at Just Bangalore Brigade Road on the 15th of October at 6pm. Bengaluru weather. And finally, the weather in Bengaluru. Bengaluru can expect afternoon rain, storms and lightning amidst minimal precipitation. Temperatures will range from a warm 28 degrees Celsius to a pleasant 20 degrees Celsius. The maximum heat index, considering humidity, may reach 31 degrees Celsius. This aligns with the average October high of 28 degrees Celsius with values assessed for light wind and shaded areas. 
That's all for now on the Bengaluru Commute Podcast for today. I'm Anupama Rajaratnam. If you enjoyed this episode, please do follow the Bengaluru Commute Podcast on your favorite podcast and player and leave a rating and a review as well. It helps other listeners to discover the show and we would just really appreciate it. Even better, if you know someone who would enjoy the podcast, share it with them. Make your commute truly extraordinary. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast skill is now available on Alexa. All you have to do is to download the skill from your Alexa app and look for the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast.